oh, we have a couple of death worms. <laughs> I'm shooting it sort of from the side, so I, I hit it in the main part of its body. I want to say neck, but it's a worm. It's mostly neck. Yes. <laughs> I'm aiming it at his stupid maw, his darn face, so it'll just be like, eye, eye, mouth. <laughs> so there's no eyes. Pincer, pincer, mouth. It does a little like inner explosion where it bulges out for a minute. Standing on like the middle of its back, he just like cups his hands together and thrusts it forward and just pumps his solar revelation through it. Yeah, the blaze washes over the creature's head. Welcome one and all to the Dive of the Dice podcast. We're an actual play tabletop RPG in Starfinder. Thank you for joining us on our space adventure. I'm John. I'll be the GM for this game. I'm Tom. I'm playing Lycos 9, the Android Solarian. And I'm Brent, and I'm playing Sparks, the Ahsoki Mechanic. I'm Jessica, and I'm playing Noemi Dimash, the Lashunta Technomancer, and captain of the former Gep. Aww. Well, it's not former yet. <laughs> we kind of saw Un- something crash and burn. Unconfirmed. <laughs> oh. I mark? am Lisa. I play Kersal Vonnen, a Vesk soldier. All right, so we're going to flash back a little bit here. Sparks, your escape pod is plummeting towards the planet. Okay. Uh, that has been identified as Risk. With a Y. Because it's space. Cool. <laughs> space fantasy. You're having a hard time, like, thinking at all. Imagine when you're trying to count, like, numbers out loud and someone else is just blurting random numbers into your, or even counting consecutively along with you. Mm-hmm. It makes it, like, almost impossible to kind of keep your train. It's like that, but for all thought. You're getting just kind of this cross-traffic with Renault's thoughts mm-hmm. um, through your exocortex. And as the pod begins to kind of shake and make re-entry, uh, you pass out. Okay. The end. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Pod slams into the planet. Sorry, bud. <laughs> Roll a new character. Yeah. <laughs> Your door opens before you've uh, entered atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> Make me a concert, a fortitude save, please. Okay. There's the roll. That's a 10. So I really hope my fort save is good. So I'm at 15. You're going to take 17 points of damage. Woof. You hit hard. Kaboom. Big bada <laughs> You come to a little bit, and you hear banging on the outside of your pod. You're still sort of jumbled in the harness, and the everything's kind of blurry. You're still coming to out of reentry. You've got this sort of wave of nausea, and you're still getting that kind of double thoughts. From what you can sort of pick up, you get like a bit of feeling. Mm-hmm. Renault seems to be panicked and hurt. Okay, um, but. And his emotions are kind of washing over you and making it hard for you to focus. But there's still banging going on on the outside of your pod. So the physical effects, I'm thinking Sparks is probably pretty used to because you basically just described a hangover. (laughs) Uh, The emotional stuff is a little bit, uh, he's maybe unaccustomed to that. Okay, so there's banging outside. Are there windows or anything on this? Yes, there's a view screen or view panel Uh on the front side, reinforced plasteel. Okay. That you can view through. The view is obscured by... looks like it's been splattered by some sort of native life. Uh, that's sort of obscured part of the screen. We're talking about plants, right? I didn't just like slam into a herd of something. <laughs> it's, it's, unclear, it's unclear at this point. A herd of Gross. trees. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Herd of trees. Well, it's alien life, so who knows? Okay. So you're saying I can't really like see outside? Yeah. You can see like vague shapes. Okay. Um, something that appears to be... In front of your pod, relatively close. Mm-hmm. Uh, your pod's at least upright and embedded in the ground. Okay. Um, but you're not sure what's out there. Okay. General shapes. Like, how big is it? Is it, like, bipedal or anything along that? Make a perception check. Okay. And 
pull my sheet up again. That's a 13 plus perception. Where are you? 23. Uh, it sort of has the shape of a quadruped, but mm. it seems to have more than four legs. Uh, the exact amount, you're not quite sure, but it has that okay. same kind of stance. Okay. There's not like a comms or anything to the outside, is there? Your comms are strictly short range right now because there's no like planetary relay system and mm -hmm. the get which you used to bounce comms off of is now inoperable. Else, elsewhere. <laughs> uh, how about like a speaker, like a PA or something like that that I could talk outside? Uh, there's none. Your Ooh. comm unit you have is short range. So if they have a similar comm unit, you might be able to communicate to the thing. Okay. But you don't have any way to verify that without trying. Okay. Before I go too much further, I'm going to try to check in with Ren. Okay. Um, so I don't know how I do that other than like thinking at him, just kind of like a, hey, uh, looking for a bumpy ride there. How, how you doing, buddy? All right. Make a will save. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> uh, but that's pretty good. So 17 plus five, so 22. All right. You seem like you're able to calm him a little bit. You get... The wave of the panic seems to subside a little bit, mm -hmm. but he's still hurt and freaked out. Understandable. Yeah, it's... That makes more than one of us. <laughs> it slows enough where you can think somewhat clearly now. Okay. Using that newfound clarity, is there anything nearby that I might be able to, like, offload him into, theoretically? Like, I, it, I don't know if I can really, like, be as effective as I probably need to be, since this is kind of a survival scenario, with him, like, clouding things up in there. Or do I get the sense that he's like calmed enough now that it's not going to be like a huge issue? You think it's going to be an issue? Okay. Even yeah. With him calm, it's still hard to keep a train of thought. Okay. All right. Then I will maybe search the inside of the pod real quick to see if there's something I can like effectively download him into. Uh, okay. Speaking of searching the inside of the pod, uh, we'll get to, you can work out the specifics when we kind of cut away. Okay. But uh, anything you wouldn't have had on you would jumped into the pod uh -huh. is gone from your inventory. Cool. So I'm going to let you go ahead and basically kind of self-assess what you would or would not have been able to bring in an evacuation situation. Okay. But uh, that you're going to... Quick refresher on the circumstances of the... We were on the ship fighting the Void Dragon, right? Yes. Beforehand. So, I mean, realistically, he's an engineer. He probably wouldn't have had, like, his rifle or anything on him, right? So... Well, we talked about, like, we could have run to our quarters and grabbed our stuff. Like, knowing that we're escaping and the, okay. the ship Heading would toward the probably planet. blow up. Okay. Um, so I what I said for everyone else is kind of audit your own sheet. You can you're the final arbiter. I'm not going to really be a big stickler about it, mm -hmm. but kind of give yourself a hard look and say what do I have and what don't I have. Be okay. realistic. Like basically. I don't have my tent anymore. Okay. Yeah. The, the, yeah. I was like I, we could we could justify that my character evacuating the ship would have grabbed his general sack, mm -hmm. but probably wouldn't have thought to grab in his tent on the way out. Yeah, something like that. That makes sense. Like when we were in ship combat, like would we have been armored? Like, I don't know about that. Usually you have been armored kind of by default. Right. Okay. Because he's got, like, heavy armor. It's not just, like, a thin suit or anything, you know? Yeah. My guy wears light enough armor. I imagine he's generally always wearing it unless he's sleeping. Okay. But Even again, then. it's up to you. You don't have to do that right now, but just kind of uh -huh. think about that. Thinking of... Oh, okay. Got it. Um. Yeah, I would say he's probably... Oh, um, did you guys, like, when you were all in your pods, were there, like, emergency supplies or anything like that? Oh, the pods do have, like, a week of food, and you can stay, they have enough power to stay in them for about a week if you need to. Okay. All right. If it's been generally armored, then, like, he 
probably would if everybody else did he would have basically like if that's the standard procedure um i don't know about having the rifle on him because that's like a lot of just stuff to be carrying around is there like a i don't know backup something or other in the pod maybe or something i could use there's no armament in the pod it's life support and food for a week okay so knowing that you would might have grabbed something to defend yourself yeah I'm trying to think. Did I have backup stuff? Was it, like, I know we said like Lisa can only grab one of her big guns. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Because he's only got the the laser rifle. Like I don't have backup weapons. Then you probably would have grabbed it if you knew you were evacuating. If it wasn't like somewhere bizarre. Yeah. Okay. You might have the rifle, but you might not have any reloads for it. Yeah. Right. Or if you have like a, a sidearm, you might not have brought your sidearm or something to that effect. Okay. The missile array was like strapped to the armor, so like, okay, cool. <laughs> so I still have that. <laughs> Um, all right. So knowing all of that, uh, I guess, I guess I've got like armor and laser rifle and stuff like that. Um, the rest of it, you know, I've got emergency supplies, I guess. So we'll find the rest of it when we get to it. Um, do you have your microbot? I was just thinking about that. How big was the actual like box of it? You know what I mean? Like it's about nine inches cubed. Oh, okay. I think that fits on the, cause there's like storage stuff in the armor, right? So. I want to say yes, but I also feel like that's not really playing into the, like the survival scenario. You know what I mean? So um, I'll say no. I'll, I'll let you keep that one, partly because it was a gift from a. Family, oh, okay. But also, uh, it was a, it was a new toy that you kind of would. Have I still on haven't you. used. Yeah. But at the same time, like if you have that, maybe you don't have like your toolkit or something. Okay. Like well, that. the the toolkit's built into my brain. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so hopefully yeah. you have that. Hey, I really hope I have that. Or like some of your other gear. Might, okay. Like if, if it was on the bubble, uh-huh. if you have the microbot kit, maybe you don't have the other gear. Okay. All right. I guess as the scenario presents itself, we'll figure it out. But first things first. So looking around the pod, like what else do I find? We talked about the emergency like rations and stuff like that. There's a distress beacon that can be activated. Okay. And there is a door release and that's about it. Okay. So I will, I mean, it seems logical to activate the emergency beacon first, maybe. Okay. Uh, You know. Scratch that. I'm going to try to hail anything nearby first. Your comms come up empty. Okay. Or there's no response at the very least. Okay. And the thing's still pounding outside? Uh, it seems to have lost interest a little bit and wandered away. Okay. That's probably for the best. Um, all right. Well, I'll go ahead and pop the emergency beacon then. All right. Uh, the emergency beacon's activated. Okay. I'll stash that in a pocket somewhere and... Uh... Oh, no. It's, it's part of the... Oh, it's part of the pod. Yeah. Okay. So I have to stay close to that. Is that okay? I'm gonna hold that thought for a little bit. So they said there's a door catch. Yes. I will unstrap my laser rifle, take a deep breath, and pop the door catch. Okay. The door like blows off Mm -hmm. and clatters amongst the thick vegetation. The the air itself is thick, Mm -hmm. not just like with humidity, but the atmosphere here is different than on Hmm. your home world and on Absalom. There's just a lot more chemical composition in the air Mm -hmm. and. It makes breathing difficult. Uh, you do have probably some, should have checked that before I popped the hatch. But go on. <laughs> there's an, there's enough oxygen in the air, so you're not it's not toxic for you. Okay. But it'd be like kind of the equivalent of running around at high altitudes. Like you're gonna get winded faster. Okay. There's a fecund smell of just life, you, and you're assaulted by noise. You can hear chirping insects, chattering birds, local fauna making all kinds of noises in the jungle. Okay. The violet sky and the violet sun are above the sun's beginning to set, and the trees dwarf you. It reminds you of the frontier planet you were on before with its kind of enormous 
uh, Megaflora. Mm-hmm. It's not quite that extreme, but the canopy is blocking out most of the cloud cover, or the sky. Hmm. So it it's, is, oh, I was just going to say, and it's about 90 degrees Fahrenheit, and we already argued last time to convert it to Celsius. So if people want to know what it is in Celsius, they can listen to the previous episode. Okay. <laughs> very hot, very humid. Yeah. We didn't write it down? Guess no. what my favorite <laughs> environment is. Not hot in here. <laughs> Uh, okay. What, your fur's not conducive to that? Yeah. <laughs> Funnily enough, that applies to both Sparks and Brent. <laughs> um, <Our> life. <laughs> uh, okay. So, I... You said I'm standing upright in the, the pod, right? That's right. Okay. So, I guess I'll just poke my head out the door and see if I see anything nearby. Okay. You see a small cloud of some kind of aerial reptile that's swarming amongst the trees nearby. Oh. Okay. Um, would it be life science to see if I recognize the species or anything like that? Sure. What? Yeah, plus eight, so 23. All right. They look like essentially winged lizards. Okay. They look a lot like a bat, but mm. scaled instead of furred. Oh. They seem to be feasting on a little bit of a little small cloud of insects and not regarding you with particular interest. Although one does flap close and land mm. on the pod now that it's mm. open. new and opened. You can see that they are very bright, almost iridescent in color, mm. and have almost neon green stripes going down their wings. Are they, like, threatening in any way? or It's regarding you sort of cautiously, and it has big bulbous eyes. So knowing what I know about the species, is it potentially threatening in any way? Based on the markings you're seeing, it's probably toxic. Cool. All right, well, I guess we'll seal up the, uh, <laughs> or put the helmet on, you know, um, and then hopefully it doesn't get enough to bite. <laughs> um, okay, so I'll wander... Wait, I just had an idea. So I couldn't... Is there any way of knowing whether the distress beacon, yeah, distress beacon has been picked up at all? No. Like there's no responding of any kind or anything? It's like a locator. Okay. Yeah, so it's just transmitter. Okay. Ye- the pod itself has a power supply. And it does it have any... Basically, the, what I'm trying to aim for here is like... I have my personal comms thing, right? Mm-hmm. I, can I use anything in the pod to boost the range? You could tap into the emergency transmitter mm. and overwrite its sort of generic distress beacon mm-hmm. with a more your, specific one. Your comm, but you wouldn't really have a. It wouldn't boost any reception distance, just transmission distance. Right. Okay. Interesting. Can I roll engineering to see, like, give it a try? Certainly. Okay. So what I'm aiming for here, I think, is basically like if I could send just a burst transmission of instead of like. Just coordinates be like, you know, I survived, like, I'm leaving the pod, stuff like that. Okay. Uh, okay, so engineering. Ooh, that's not very good. I'm going to re-roll that. Only marginally better, but I'll take it. 26. All right. As you're working, you begin seeing a, like, a critical heat warning pop up on the, your vision from your exocortex. Mm-hmm. Uh, it appears that the utilization of it, along with it currently housing Renault, is sending it into a critical overheat situation, and you pass out. Cool. I've been doing that a lot lately. <laughs> You're a man with two brains. I guess. I was going to say. Three at the moment. <laughs> okay. So basically, I can't use the Cortex benefits at this point without rigging up some kind of cooling or something like that is what you're telling me. You're not sure. You'll have to investigate a little further when you regain consciousness. When I wake back up. <laughs> you come to in a different place. Looking around, you can see a almost like iridescent plane that extends to the horizon. Mm-hmm. It's sort of a like mauve kind of color, but as you look at it, it sort of shimmers and shifts slightly to, um, to defy identification. Hmm. 
in the distance, it fades into a pale sky blue, which covers the entire rest of your vision. That's not this ground plane, this endless ground plane. Okay. As your vision sweeps around, you see a... Oh, you should notice two things. One, your Renault is silent. Hmm. Uh, whatever his situation, he does not seem to be either conscious or with you presently. Okay. Is the exocortex there? It is. Okay. And you see a figure standing. Distance is tough to tell with kind of the featurelessness, but assuming they are normal human-sized, they're probably about 40 feet away and facing away from you. Mm. They seem to sort of have a hooded and cowled shape to them, but much like the terrain that they're within, they seem to kind of defy identification. Okay. What do you do? Well, there's nothing else here, and I don't know where here is, so uh, I guess I'll go up and talk to Mr. Potentially Humid, probably not human person, wizard thing. As you approach them, they don't seem to react to you at all. Okay. But as you get closer, you see that they do appear to be about human-sized. The robe itself has shifted into more of a tighter bit of like station wear, kind of like a onesie spacesuit. Okay. And whatever's inside it appears to be uh, very gaunt, almost skeletal, it seems. Hmm. Although the hood is still drawn. Okay. Creeped out. I'm going to maybe back away a little bit and say, uh, Hey, uh, excuse me. I, I think I'm lost. You, uh, you mind giving me a hand here? I think. Maybe. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> it speaks then. Or has it always spoken? It usually speaks too much. It is good that you live, such as it is with your kind. I agree, I think. Tiny motes, not even eye blinks, here and then gone. Technically true, I guess. We're, we're still talking about me, right? The figure seems to turn to regard you. As it does, it now has a bulk, much like your vest companion. Hmm. Large, heavily muscled, the station wear has turned to battle plate. Again, you can make out essentially a silhouette, but you have a hard time resolving detail within the main of the mass. Hmm. The head is still covered by a cowled hood, and you only see this strange, unidentifiable color for the, the face. Is it kind of like that shapeshifter thing that we met at the the market thing? Or is this like, I'm just not seeing it because I'm not like comprehending what I'm looking at? The shapeshifter, you saw the transmutation. Mm. With this, there's no sense of in-between. Okay. Just as you approach, it is suddenly this thing. But as you think back on it, you don't remember it being anything else. Interesting. So you have this kind of double memory of this whole time it's been robed, this whole time it's been station wear, this whole time it's mm. been armored. So they're like superimposed over each other, kind of? Yes. Okay. Interesting. Okay. I still have the exocortex, right? You do. I'm going to see if I can like get it to log what I'm looking at, if possible, to see if that like matches up with my own memory of it. The exocortex, it begins recording effectively. Okay. I know a certain someone who likes other species that might recognize this. The entity says, its identifier is new to us, but yet so familiar. Is this sight familiar, the smell? It suddenly is next to you, and you can see it has look more like a an animal of some kind, like a mm. four-legged beast. The voice says, perhaps the feel, the taste. And uh, I don't like where this is going. 
So what do you do? It's like a suddenly upon you. Oh, I'm backing up. <laughs> I don't I don't like this thing. The smell thing, he was like starting to get a little offended, and then he mentioned the taste, and now he's very scared. <laughs> no, an essence of some kind. But Granted, it's been a little while since he's probably showered, so like essences might be maybe putting it nicely. <laughs> is it too late? Have the eons crawled by, only to come to a sudden stop when a glimmer of hope has finally appeared? Such a fragile thing. And it's back to the like mm. cloaked figure. Hey, uh, who are you talking to, by the way? It seems to kind of regard you, like, directly, and, like, you don't see any face or eyes or anything like that, but mm -hmm. you have the sense of being looked upon for really kind of ser seriously the first time in mm -hmm. this exchange, and it's unsettling. It just shakes you to your core. Mm. It says, So frail, but perhaps enough. Awaken. And then you snap to, you're being carried by someone. Hmm. Uh, while someone else you can see the back of them they're basically rooting through the interior of the ship anybody I recognize? Uh, the one that is rooting through the ship appears to be a human they have a cloak of some kind of like reptile skin like hmm. some kind of pelt cloak and a like mop of light brown hair uh, you can only see them from the back they're rooting around within the they're rooting around within the guts of the escape pod. Uh, the other that's holding you, you can see their like lower half, uh, thick, muscly legs, and bumpy, grayish skin. Their arm is like a... They're not like squeezing you, uh, but you can feel they're well-muscled by their, by their grip. Okay. The so one not anyone I recognize then? No. Okay. The one that's digging through the pod says... Hey, Ralph, I think we can actually uh, salvage something from here. This power core is good for another few days. It should be at least good for some weapon charges. Do they know I'm awake yet? They don't appear to. Do the, I still have any? Well, I'm still armored, you said, right? You're still armored. Okay. Uh, you're not armed. Okay. And they've taken away your, essentially your gear. It's kind of sitting on the ground about uh, five feet from you in a little pile. Mm. The, the person called Ralph mm. says, that's good. Any dart rounds in there? Uh, no, it doesn't look like it, but uh, let's see if I can pry this panel off and maybe they have something stashed. And a little, like, the the person goes to kind of be levering something off. You can kind of see it from their, their backside. Hmm. Okay. I think I'm going to keep, like, playing like I'm not awake yet and just see if I can figure out more about, like, what's going on. All right. Meanwhile, if everyone else, you guys were going to begin heading west away from the smoke and towards Sparks' beacon, correct? Correct. And then we saw a small creature, I believe, on our way. I think Kerr did, like a small humanoid. Mm-hmm. The, the, in the aftermath of the fight. Oh, okay. But it disappeared rapidly. Okay. I'd like you all to please make a survival check, an athletics check, and a attack roll with your weapon of choice. Or spell of choice. Oh. <laughs> it rolled, hit 20, hit the CDs. Seven. Aww. <laughs> so it was uh, survival first? I was like, oh, no. Survival, athletics, and what? An attack roll with your weapon of choice or huh. spell of choice. Ooh. Nat 20 on. You took my 20. Thank you. Thank you. I'll take it on survival. So we're so alive, you guys. Oh, my God. Two 20s what? in a row. I'm so good. Well, I'm not going to do this. If you roll a third this. 20, you win. Like the whole game. Like the whole game right now, we just... 
Just wrap up the podcast. Oh, oh! And there's the one. Oh! It's a one. All right, so I can't attack for shit, but I'm so, so survival. What were those 20s totaling up to? Oh, because they were um, skill checks. Oh, okay, so survival would have been 25. Athletics would have been 28. And a nat one for my attack. All right, Lycos, how about you? What was your totals? Six for survival. Ooh, ouch, okay. 18 for athletics. Uh-huh. And 19 for attack. So you can be the... The attacker, and I'll just make sure we all stay alive. I'm just gonna die of starvation in the jungle. It's fine. I got your back. All right, no whimmy. Survival 18, mm-hmm. athletics 14, and then attack of 12. Jesse was less swingy than we were. <laughs> a little more in the middle. Somebody's gotta keep a level head. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Lycos is lost. I'm flailing my gut around. <laughs> Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Squirrel! <laughs> gun explodes in your hand. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, the, the gun I kept to was the Corona artillery laser. Oh, Jesus. So Hopefully maybe. Hopefully, no one's in the way. Maybe Doshko would have been my primary there. <laughs> Toasted squirrel. <laughs> I'm just using my, my Doshko as like a walking stick. That's what that means. Okay, like some sort of little flying lizard lands on the back of your armor and sort of skidges across the back of your head before taking off. It's ex- the exposure to it is going to poison you slightly. Hmm. Uh, you are going to have minus two to strength. Basically, everything strength based. Everything is toxic on this planet. Yep. Uh, Kura Noemi, you managed to make the trip without any. I, I yell, "Ah, dragon!" <laughs> and starts slapping the air around where it was. So maybe after that experience, perhaps we should wear our helmets. I'm gonna. Yeah. Well, but not my helmet. She said he said it touched my back, not my head. The back of your head. Yeah, like landed on your shoulder oh. and sort of skidded across the back of your head before taking off. Then we'll put our helmets on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Noemi, the the hike has uh, fatigued you. Okay. And you are fatigued. So <laughs> <laughs> you basically get a minus one penalty to everything. So what about from that last um, fight where, like, everything, I was, like, debilitated and... So the poison actually takes a couple days to okay. run off through, like, regular activity okay. or a day of rest. And we're not resting. So I am fatigued and debilitated? Yeah. Great. Cool. <laughs> am I, awesome. like, carrying her? What does that mean exactly? So fatigued means... Yeah, you're pretty much dragging her at this point. Uh, she can't run or charge. She takes minus one penalty to AC, attack rules, melee damage rules, reflex saves, initiative checks, strength and dex based skill ability checks, and your recumbent limit is reduced by one. So I'm dragging you around by the arm at the very least. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Maybe that's why I'm not attacking. Right? <laughs> right? Yeah. And then all of you encounter minor creatures that are aggressive towards you. Nothing that was going to require... not aggressive towards Lycos? <laughs> They're like, that... he's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing that's going to require a full fight to resolve, but you are going to take a little bit of damage. Each of you is going to take three hit point damage. So do we want to rest for 10 minutes to result, to recover our stamina? Wait, you said hit point damage, right? Not yeah, I mean, I would like to since I have 14 hit points left. Okay. Ugh. So Eesh. we will all take a 10 minute rest. Okay. So spend your resolve and recover stamina. It's one to get all back? Yes. I had one non-fatal to stamina. Does that go away? Your, subdual, your non-lethal damage has gone away, yes. I complain about this. Gosh, forsaken planet. Mm-hmm. I will listen patiently to her oh. complaining. So it takes about four hours of hiking through the jungle to get there, following the beacon that through your comm. But you crest a small ridge and... You know. Real quick. So my survival was 18 and I still got fatigued? 
your athletics was 14. And oh, was okay. So my athletics was 14. Yeah. Okay. Just your, checking. The survival is what got me the lizard. The athletics oh, is what okay. got you okay. exhausted. Just checking. And I don't know how the attack rolls factored out. I know how mine did. <laughs> well, I know I, how well I did, but we all took the same amount of damage. No, I just wanted to double check. Hit point damage. I thought you said we all did. No, those two. The creatures that were only aggressive towards us. They thought uh, you were cool. No, you just fought them off better. Okay. Tipped your hat to you and walked away. Good day, sir. Mabaku. <laughs> That's an inside joke with John. I just did it out loud, didn't I? That's fine. All right. Is that a Black Panther reference? Yes. Okay. <laughs> like Mbaku. <laughs> Who's the best, by the way? Okay. There so... A, I, I want to explain it now. <laughs> okay, explain it. Sorry, I didn't mean to. You're the one with the time crunch. I'm, I'm trying sorry. to fucking accommodate. I'm, I'm, I like this joke. So, you know the Milady? Yeah. Mbaku. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I will. I won't explain the context or where we got it. I'm just going to explain that's what it is. Go. Okay. So you crest a small ridge and you can see Sparks' escape pod. You can also see a couple strangers, one of whom seems to be carrying a limp and unconscious Sparks. Uh, What gear he has is on the ground nearby. The strangers don't appear to have noticed you yet. Uh, You can hear the fact that they're talking, but you can't make anything out what they're saying. Can I charge? (laughs) What's your charge speed now? I have jet dash. Aren't you carrying Jesse? Oh, yeah. You're not really carrying me. I think she was literally sort carrying of. you. She doesn't need to literally carry me. I was, I sort of like, yeah. come on now. <laughs> <laughs> have her by the arm. I'm, she's not like piggybacking. Oh, you guys are about 100 feet away. Okay. Um, uh, well. Range attacks at this range would have pretty significant cover from the trees, but you can see your people. Uh, okay. Meanwhile, back to Sparks. Mm-hmm. They seem to be talking about a little bit of minutia and... They're excited about this, the find. They seem to be excited that you seem to be a mechanic and that hopefully you'll be helpful. They're going to try to strip the pod for parts effectively. Mm. And they're wondering who might be coming for your... Who might be coming... For, for me. For you, effectively. <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> and what you're doing here in the first place. Uh-huh. They're like, what the hell's the gap? We're known far and wide. <laughs> <laughs> Give them a business card. <laughs> and they've referenced the captain a few times. Okay. By name? No, they say, like, oh, the captain's going to be happy to, to happy about this. So, like, in their conversations, as I've been listening through, is it safe to infer that they're, like, pirates? Are they locals? Are they... Local pirates. You're not sure. Local pirates? <laughs> okay. <laughs> are they, like, threatening? Like, are they armed? Like, I heard him talking about dart rounds or something like that. You don't see any obvious weapons on either of them. Okay. But you one still has their back to you, uh-huh. and the other one, you're... Being like held holding by. me. Yeah. Okay. Is he just like fireman carry or is it like it's like under under the arm? Yeah, under Stack the armpits. And you're kind of just like Ugh. Okay. Do I still have my jump jets attached? <gasps> yes. Is my trajectory were I to fire them toward my pile of stuff? It would be basically towards the pod. Okay. Which is closer or further from my pile of stuff, specifically laser rifles. It's about equidistant. Okay. But the pod is where the other person is. Okay. <laughs> do it. Do it. Getting a little more specific now. Which way am I facing? Right, You said toward the pod. If I were to, say, use my tail to tap on his shoulder to get him to turn that direction, could I fire my jump jets at my pile of stuff? You can sure try. I think I'm going to. <laughs> All right. Go ahead and make a bluff check to trick Guess him with your tail. Not my strong suit. Hopefully he's not expecting this. <laughs> None of us were expecting <laughs> this. He's the Spanish Inquisition. Right? Yeah. Uh, hold on. i got to find my... There it is. Ooh, bluff check. I do not have very good. Here's hoping. 
Oh. I'm guessing he's not convinced. <laughs> he could be taken by surprise. <laughs> Ralph says, Martin, I think he's waking up. Final Jump, Jess. Jess. <laughs> Go. <laughs> Amazing. We weren't expecting this one, were you? <laughs> All right. So make, good. <laughs> make an acrobatics check. <laughs> yes. Oh, much better. It's not very good, though, because I think I have a negative. Ac- no, I have plus one, 13. <laughs> All right. So you can barrel into the pod or into Marden. Marden. Okay. <laughs> Softer so, landing. Soaky cannonball. <laughs> <laughs> so the rest of you are, are maneuvering your way towards the group, and you see sparks fly out of the grip. <laughs> Of the larger person and smash into the back of the shorter person. I want to jet dash over there. I was going to say, right. I feel like this is our cue to attack, yeah. to jump yeah, in. Yeah, once like, you see him do that, I'm running. Let's I go. have six, ti- like, times six land speed. I can get there like that. Okay, okay. Let's get some initiative going, and then we'll begin. Ah, lizard. This is amazing. Oh, there's the initiative. I did not do well. I did average. Well, I rolled average with my bonus. It's a little bit okay. So Ralph is from on the way back to the store today. I saw someone with a Ralph's bag. Yeah. But the way the bag was hanging, I just saw Ralph. <laughs> Honestly, I assumed it was the name Ralph that you just got lazy yeah. on. <laughs> I almost went like, wow, really uh, stretching yourself there. <laughs> then we're like, going to meet Vaughn. Yeah. <laughs> and Kroger. <laughs> and Sprout. Alberto. <laughs> And their weird little and their weird little brother Bony. Target. Yeah. Walmart. This is this perfect. Is <laughs> it's a great little crew you're making right. here. <laughs> Kroger already just sounds like a, an alien name. So. It actually does. Yeah. <laughs> it works the best out of all of them. And Trader Joe is their their <laughs> go between. <laughs> He's their fence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like what nine would you get? 12. Sparks. 24. Ooh, good one, Sparks. I hate you so much right now. Every fiber of my being. I'm so proud of them. <laughs> Jump jets. That went pretty much how I thought it was going to. Kerr, 16. And Noemi. Also 16. All right, who's going first between you two? We have the same decks, don't we? I have 14 decks. Oh, no, I have higher decks then. I'm yeah. going first. You go first. Because I upped please my decks. Go, please go first. I, I got you. <laughs> I never think of you being as dexterous as you are. Because I put everything into strength. Mm. Well, because we just always describe you as like a big wall. Basically. <laughs> yeah. But dex is my next highest. Yeah. yeah. Kerr is the linebacker that like took ballet cross training. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? With Jet Dash, I can actually jump twice as high too. Oh, really? Damn. I am so excited to do <laughs> you this. You are the scariest lizard. <laughs> We should put some wings on you. Ooh. Oh, yeah. It'd be real easy to put like a, jump, a jet pack or something. You should get jump jets. <laughs> I am not opposed to this. Yeah. You are the scariest lizard. <laughs> I'm so glad you're on my crew. <laughs> your bodyguard. You're, you're, you're you my please people. Please continue to sit. <laughs> From day one, you had to make an intimidation check around me. I still say that when we put up the character portraits, Kritka is just a picture of a spider with googly eyes. <laughs> Kurtka's pretty in, in with like high heeled well. shoes or something. Yeah, she's got to be like girl. She's got to have like bows or some shit mm-hmm. in her fur. Find the girliest picture of a spider we can find, and then just put googly eyes on it. Smiley right. face. Okay, so 
Martin is the first to act. Mm -hmm. They wriggle out beneath your impact mm -hmm. and then wheel on you. You can see they've got a plain looking face and kind of a flat nose, but a little jagged scar going down their cheek uh, across their chin. Mm -hmm. They whip out a knife that looks like a fang with a like, leather sort of wrapped around the hilt mm -hmm. and jab at you with it. Ugh. You're basically wrong footed as they, their initial strike seems to be a feint and they come at you from another direction, but that looks like it's not going to be great. 17 is the KAC, which I'm assuming you're going for. Yeah. And they're not going to hit it. So Wait. it scrapes against your armor. Fortunately, because you can see the fang uh, has a bit of venom dripping from the tip of it. Okay. Uh, but you're next. Uh, all right. I'm going to scramble backwards towards the pile of stuff, basically. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know how close I can get. You can get there. It's okay. only like 10 feet away. Okay. Um, in that case, I'm going to scramble over there, scoop up my laser rifle, and uh, aim it at the closest guy, I guess. So they're they're kind of made an equilateral triangle about ten feet on the side, so you can fire at either Ralph or <laughs> and they're both ten feet away, you say. From each other. Yeah, you guys are in like a ten foot triangle. Okay, in that case I'm bristling with missiles that have a ten foot blast radius. So. Okay. <laughs> uh but I'm not gonna shoot at them yet. So I'm gonna say, um, you know, as I'm like holding the launchers basically aimed at either one of them, I'm gonna say, Whoa, 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 okay, we got off on the wrong foot here, folks. Martin takes their knife and like put it to the side and put their hands up kind of placatingly it's like whoa 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 <laughs> cool down so Ralph has drawn now that you can get a good look at her make a life sciences check what's everyone's name Ralph yeah. and oh, that wasn't a very good Martin one, okay the life sciences of I think 14 no not quite uh 12 that's gonna be good enough she appears to be a half ogre oh okay. uh, so standing about eight and a half feet tall uh hugely bulked with kind of almost like an ape-like Structured longer arms than you know a human typically would. Mm -hmm. She's halfway to drawing an enormous great axe off of her back, and is kind of taking Martin's lead here a little bit, mm -hmm. but also with the hand that's not on the axe, kind of putting a hand out. She, she says, "Stay calm here, uh, Kerr." I am going to run and use my jet dash. Okay, what does that do for you? While running, I get six times my land speed, which is thirty. Okay, you can Jesus. get to any of them at the time. I'm going to plant myself firmly in front of eight foot tall lady. Okay. <laughs> Just suddenly, whoop! Like, <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> like menacingly. If she's got an axe, I've got my Dashko. I'm putting myself between her and Sparks. All and right. I will, I will grr at her. Grr will grr. Kerr's going to grr. I don't know <laughs> what kind of. Like, Gurring like a grr. I'll glare at her. Like, I'm very much bodyguard personality okay, make, in front of her let's make a posed intimidate checks yes. see who's scarier between the two of you does my running speed help me with that i'll give you plus two because you kind of came out of nowhere <laughs> <laughs> see if kerr can outgur the ogre outgur the ogre 19 she seems a little taken aback by the sudden appearance <laughs> of someone almost as big as she is she Ooh, almost she's taller than me yeah. yeah she's eight something i'm only seven something she takes a step back and is like where did you come from I second that. <laughs> Hi, Sparks. <laughs> not that I'm not happy to see. <laughs> Did they hurt you? I don't think so. They were going to steal my stuff, though. <laughs> and uh, Martin goes, shh. Uh, Noemi. You shush. <laughs> All right. Um, 
I'm just going to walk down there. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> because if I make any sort of actions, I take damage. Okay. So it seems oh. like they, things, they have things well in hand. So I'm just taking a nice little walk down there. <laughs> I'll get there. You're doing great, guys. <laughs> Keep it up. I'll be, hey. I'll be there. Just just give me a minute. The captain's on her way. <laughs> All right. Like this nine. What am I actually seeing at this point? I mean, I, I, presumably I started running when Kerr did. I just can't keep up Kerr's speed. Yes. So you see Kerr sort of slide into position in front of the half ogre. And the half ogre takes a step back. Everyone's kind of standing off right now. Weapons are drawn, but nobody has attacked yet. Tumbleweed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Somewhere wow, it strikes wow, noon. Wow. <laughs> you could set up Overwatch or something and be like... No. Nobody move. <laughs> We're debating whether or not Lyco shoots on the run. Oh. That's why I'm trying to figure out what he's seeing to determine what his decision was. Because if it looked actively hostile and he's not close enough to realize someone's like saying hold off. Well, I made the I made her back shoot. up a little bit. So yeah. I was gonna say, but they have hands up. That's part of why I'm asking to see like, am I seeing like the hands up? Because if I'm seeing guns out and just no one's acted yet, I might shoot first and ask questions later. Yeah. You see I, melee weapons in the hands of the assailants as well as one of your allies and Sparks has his like is sort of spread eagle with yeah. his missiles at the ready. Come at me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and the captain is like, Hobie, right there. <laughs> but am I seeing anybody doing like the don't shoot gesture? They've got uh make a perception check. You're running through the woods. Tough to say. Oh. My perception's not garbage anymore. Fifteen. No. <laughs> you are you do not. Alright. Uh I shoot the ogre then. Or half ogre, sorry. It's the biggest target. Okay. Uh-oh. Oh, that was almost the 20 again. <laughs> uh, that's still going to be a 15. And what are you firing with? The hand cannon. All right. <laughs> well, whatever's in the forest, we're going to find out real soon. So that will hit. Go ahead and roll damage and kind of describe the attack there. All right. It's going to be 11 points of damage. So basically, as Lycos is running and he sees what looks like imminent threat to his uh, crewmates, he... Pops the hand can out of his quick release, uh, kind of flipping into his hand and just taking a quick aim, shooting almost gunslinger style, since I tend to imagine this is like a six shooter. So I think of hand cannons as giant six shooters, though this has like way more than that. And I'm assuming that it's like center of mass, maybe wing in the shoulder. Okay. All right. At that, Ralph, who had a readied action, takes a swing with her great axe at you, Kerr. Dodge. Well, it's just an attack roll. I know. Um, so they, uh, she will miss. So would you like to dodge or block? I would like to block. Okay. So describe your blocking then. So she's got a, a big axe, right? An enormous axe, yeah. The axe enormous is actually, axe. Yeah, okay. it's like bigger than your Doshko. <gasps> and she takes like a big reaping swing at you with it. Like from the side, from top down? You would Describe how you block her or however she attacks. Okay. Well, whatever angle she's coming at, I'm just going to crossways block her. And hold it there if I can. I want to hook my Doshko around the handle of hers and just hold her there if I can. Okay. Sparks, you kind of took a... Like, you didn't take an action. If you were setting up a delay or a ready to action, you can... Yeah, so I think, like, keying on the fact that as soon as I was, like, aiming weapons at both of them, they both kind of like, whoa, 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 you know? I'll ask... Well, I guess I wouldn't know his name, actually, right? Well, I heard him say his name, right? Yeah. So uh, I'll turn to Morden and say, like... Okay, you didn't want me shooting. Like, he shot now. What happens now? They say, so now we stay quiet and hope nothing comes from that. That's the plan? <laughs> they say, well, 
If something does come, my plan is to trip you and run <laughs> and outrun you. Oh, bear tactics. What, what are we outrunning? As he's like recharging jump jets. <laughs> Kerr's hearing this, by the way, yes? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's right all there. spoken out okay. loud, so I'm sure. Well, you're pretty far away, so maybe Lycos isn't catching it. But As close as I am to Axe Lady, whose name I already forgot. Yeah. Kerr never found it out, but. Is she pissed off enough to keep fighting? Is she worried about noise making? Like, we're, we're both hearing this conversation, and Kerr's suddenly going, uh oh, loud noise, forest, scared locals. So, I'm assuming they're locals. You're not sure, but with Martin saying this, so do you still take no action? You're still holding back? Um, yeah, I'm still like re- basically ready to run if something like changes or like ready to... F- I'm basically like fight or flight mode is like fully engaged, but I'm still like, okay, he's obviously scared of something. It seems like it would be... They. They, well, yeah, that's true. They are scared of something. Like, it seems like it might be bigger than maybe than us. And even though he did try to stab me, which I'm not over fully just yet, like, if there's something big and terrifying in the forest that's going to kill more than them, and specifically us, and specifically me, then, like, I'm ready to run. (laughs) Martin's going to kind of... Martin's going to delay. Sparks is back to you. Okay. Okay, so his mind's just, like, running through possibilities. Like, if I can distract it, so... Or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So I guess I'll propose that to... Morden, was it? Martin. Martin. Like Martin, but with a D? Yeah, kind of. Okay. So I guess I'll propose that, like, if I can rig something up to distract it, would that help? Whatever it is. You still haven't been very clear on that. So we're friends now? Is that what you're proposing? I don't know. You did try to stab me, but you haven't really tried to kill me since then, so... With <laughs> <laughs> a little To be fair, murder. it was probably a little bit my fault barreling at you like that. <laughs> One scrapper to another, like... I get it. You know, I realize you're not trying to rob me, but well, you sort of were. But we'll right. decide that. Kerr, make a strength check, please. Ooh. Uh, what does that mean? Plus modifier? Yeah. Roll d20 plus your strength modifier. Nineteen. All right. Uh, you are. So Ralph's trying to like overbear on you, but you're too strong for her, and are kind of <laughs> getting the upper hand with the the contest of strength there. Yes. Ralph kind of grits through grits through her teeth and goes, "Martin, what's the plan here?" <laughs> And Martin goes, uh, uh, cooler, Ralph, I think we're friends now. Uh, Noemi. I'll call it ahead, like, nobody shoot. Captain's coming. We're, everything's fine. <laughs> Chill out. I'm just still walking <laughs> politely towards them. <laughs> the diplomat, our captain, everybody. Lycos, knock it off. <laughs> no one no one's a, told him not to shoot, by the that's way. What, that's what's going through my like, no one said anything to Lycos not to keep firing. <laughs> Noemi, make a perception check, please. I did tell you, knock it off. Well, that was the closest that it came. I just thought it was funny how many people it went through before somebody actually t- said. Don't I noticed that. Again. I thought you would say something, and I'm like, oh. Yeah, I considered it, but then like we don't really know that everything's cool yet. Yeah. So. All right, twenty one. Okay, you see both of the strangers like wince visibly as you are calling out, <laughs> like those nine. Now what am I seeing? You see that the smaller one with the knife is still kind of keeping in like a defensive posture, but seems to have relaxed a little bit, but is now kind of like mm-hmm. like cringing. You can see Kerr and the half-ogre still engaged in a contest of strength, with Kerr seem to be kind of getting the upper hand. Oh, oh, do we know what Martin is? Martin's a human. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what's going on right now. How close am I? What's your speed? 30. It's been like a couple of rounds. Yeah, 30. Of, so. so you're between 70 and 40 feet away. <laughs> I like that look on Lisa's face. <laughs> mm. 
kind of a weird range, but okay. Well, he has a move action, so True. he starts at 70. He can get up to 40. Yeah. You can uh, get up to 10 if you want to use your... Oh, no, it still hasn't recharged yet. Your grab belt. Yeah, no, I can't use that. Uh, but I can't... If I don't shoot again, I can convert my standard into a move and move 60, right? Yeah, you could even charge if you wanted to barrel into sparks, I guess. <laughs> hey! Well, so I'm not seeing anybody else react despite him having shot somebody other than the contest of strength. I was actually more debating running up and putting the barrel of the gun up to the ogre's head okay. and telling it to back off. I mean, he's not yelling at this point. He's at least sort of picked up on... Something is happening. Some, something is happening, so it's more when he, once he gets there, it's more of a menacing... Okay. Back off. Just going to run up then? Yeah, and I'm if I uh, I didn't mention it last round, but I would be um, if I can uh, tuning solar or photon. Okay. Sounds good. So he's also starting to glow brightly, like a target. <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> <laughs> so you start charging over, and now Ralph is kind of regarding you, armed and approaching in a bit of a worrying manner. Martin says, uh, "Can you shut these friends of yours up?" Uh, I'll try. I'll key into the comms real quick like hey guys cool it i think we're i think there's something else we got to worry about here it's bigger than you know big, tall dark and ugly over there did she hear that <laughs> <laughs> this was overcome <laughs> you're still saying it <laughs> this isn't message tall dark just because i'm threatening <laughs> See, that's better <laughs> yeah ralph kind of like gives you a, like a glance with a grim look on her face but she's still <laughs> losing to her in this in this contest of strength mm-hmm which I'm ridiculously proud of, by the way. <laughs> All right, anything else you do in Sparks? I guess I'll turn back to Morden. Like, okay, you got to come clean here, bud. Like, what are we? What are we looking at here? Morden says there are bigger things in these jungles than Ralph and your Vesk friend there, and things we do not want near us, like mega predators. Like the mega sparks. predators. <laughs> uh, Ralph is going to attempt to <laughs> take the upper hand here with a strength contest. Opposed. Yes. Oh. Boo. Seven. Total? With your bonus? Total. Okay. I rolled a two. Gotcha. Okay, that makes her four and that looks so bad. Uh, <laughs> oh. She rolled a four, but like... She's got bonus, bonuses, yeah. yeah. So she's able to sort of bring things back to neutral a little bit. Like growling as she pushes you back a bit. I like her. <laughs> You're going to be good friends later. Kurt, <laughs> uh, it's your turn. Can I do another opposed strength check? You can. Yay. I'm not going to try to overpower power her. I'm going to try to, like, push her back a little bit so that we can release. Because clearly, like... Oh, so like a pushback. Yeah. You're going to try to break the... Because I, I had initiated it. I want to try to uninitiate it and just sort of push her back. Okay. Uh, it'd be a post-strength check again. Ooh. Uh, 16? Yeah. you. I've rolled 5443 for Ralph. Uh, it's not her best She's day. She's not having a good time. She's all show muscle. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you, like shove her back and she staggers back and like plants her feet and goes to take another swing and Martin says Ralph cool it alright the shot's not that bad you can see like there's a like a graze off her armor mm. and don't want to cause a scuffle alright fine <laughs> okay. you're pretty strong <laughs> you too uh Noemi I continue to walk towards the scuffle <laughs> But I don't yell at us now. I don't say, yeah, I, I've, I've clued into the fact that we should keep our mouths shut, so. Guys, what's going on? <laughs> hey, why is nobody talking? No. <laughs> what do you mean, be quiet? <laughs> no, no I, I, I shut my damn mouth and I just walk forward. 
All right, Lycos 9. I guess at this point, <laughs> since there seems to be more of a standoff than a fight, I basically holster the gun and just ready my spear just in case, but I'm not more in the way everyone else is where it's like it's out and ready, but I'm not necessarily stabbing at anybody's face right now. Okay. Uh, because the situation is still tense, you can keep your attunement, but you can't gain attunement right now. Hmm. That's fair. Okay. So. So am I locked at two then? Yeah. Okay. So Martin says, oh, well, isn't this a happy little family? Anyone else coming out of the woodworks that we need to know about? Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> Suddenly Kritka, hello! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, they'd be the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would like to know. That's why I'm asking about it. I make no promises about giant spiders. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> he speaks the truth. If we are to be facing a threat, please inform us of what. Martin says, well, and then pauses for a second. Uh, everyone make perception checks. I was just about to, can I scan around? And here we go. 14. Ooh, that's not good. 16. 16. Hey. <laughs> We've done that a couple of times tonight. Yeah. 13 total for me. All right. I'm not the worst. Noemi and Kerr. <laughs> it's not what you hear, but what you don't hear. And that's virtually any ambient animal noises. Uh-oh. I can't hear the birds, the crickets. So I don't hear any fish. <laughs> I jump into the escape pod and, I, <laughs> and just hunker down. Shoot off into space. Suddenly you hear a boom and then an immense cracking sound as the trunk of a nearby tree is snapped and you can see something immense look, like looming through the foliage. That! <laughs> and then they and Ralph begin to take off. And can that's I trip one of them? And that's where we're going to end for this evening. <laughs> big fight, big fight. Or lots of running, lots of running. Yeah. <laughs> run, run, as fast as you can. <laughs> so thanks for listening to this episode of the Die by the Dice podcast. I want to give a bit of a preempted shout out here to at Wandering Monsta with a S-T-A on Twitter for some of the names of our NPCs here. Not these that we've met so far. Sorry for keeping the push this one back. I appreciate the uh, suggestions, but pacing has pushed those people back a little bit further. We should get to them soon. But thanks anyway for those names. And thanks to all for listening again. You can follow us on Twitter at DieByTheDice, DieByTheDice at gmail.com. If you want to give us a shout out and give these fine players a little bit of extra gear, it's sorely needed now that most of their stuff is destroyed on their crashed spaceship. We'd also appreciate it if you can go ahead and leave a review on your podcast listening method of choice or go ahead and recommend us to a friend. That would be excellent, and we'll see you next time. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>